Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode was made possible by Mapakalamidad.ph, which believes that when we share what we see, everyone can stay informed to avoid danger and to reduce risk together. Excited ka rin ba pag pumatak ang September sa kalendaryo? Pwede nang isabit ang mga parol, i-decorate ang Christmas tree at ilabas ang bilin. Basta nasa Pinas ka, Pasko na! Ako, yung anticipation ko may halong kaba. Kasi pag Burmans na, ibig sabihin, panahon na ng baha. Panahon na ng pagpupuya tuwing umuulan ng malakas, ng pag-aakyat ng mga gamit, at ng pagbabantay ng level ng tubig sa ilog. I'm Trisha Aquino, co-founder of Puma Podcast. And in this special series, we take the disruption brought by COVID-19 to consider not just the new normal that awaits us, but a better normal that we might as well work for. In this episode of A Better Normal, we'll talk about the hazards we face, the struggle to adapt to them, and the power we hold in a country that's vulnerable to climate change. Lahat tayo may kwentong bagyo. Para sa akin, ito yung natrap kaming tatlong magkakapatid sa bahay namin sa Marikina noong Ondoy. At yung tatay namin, tinawid ang Marcos Highway sa gitna ng rumaragasang tubig at sinubukan kaming sagipin. But the current was too strong, and like many others, he spent the night on a footbridge. We were reunited the next day, wet, muddy, and so, so thankful that we were all safe and sound. Since then, our home has been flooded two more times. And during Super Typhoon Carding, we were on high alert the whole night. Millions of Filipinos have it so much worse. Who can forget the devastation wrought by Super Typhoon Yolanda, which killed more than 6,000 people, caused over a thousand others to go missing, and injured almost 30,000 more? It's this context which makes a new initiative so relevant. So, mapakalamidad.ph is a uh, free and open source platform for disaster reduction. The platform uses social media to gather crowdsource information about disaster events in real time, and puts this on a live web map. That's Elton Evidente. He's the geospatial data coordinator of Mapakalamidad. This means he manages and sorts the data that they receive from the users and provide to the users of the platform. He also works with web developers to design the interface of Mapakalamidad. So Mapakalamidad is powered by Cognicity Open Source Software, which gathers, sorts, and communicates disaster information in, in real time. So residents can submit reports not only through the Mapakalamidad website, but also through 
a variety of social media and instant messaging applications such as uh, Facebook Messenger, Twitter, and Telegram, where our humanitarian chatbot in these social media applications send the users unique links, which will guide them through the disaster reporting process. You can try it yourself. If you're not listening to us while driving or while walking in public, you can type mapakalamidad.ph on your browser. Makikita mo doon ang instructions na pumili ng lugar para magpatuloy. And you can type in the place you want to monitor on the map. I typed in Marikina, and immediately the map zooms in to that location. Because it's a rainy day, I can see a few water symbols scattered around the area. I click on one, and it shows me a photo that's been sent in by a mapakalamidad user in that area. May tricycle na tumatawid sa bahang kalsada, pero mukhang mababaw lang ang tubig. Katabi ng litrato, ito ang nakasulat. Lebel ng baha, 61 cm. Nababasa ko rin ang oras na pinadala ang report. 11.30 am. Pati ang petsa, September 29. I close it and click on the three lines on the upper right corner of the site. May Tagalog at English options, at sa Tagalog nakasulat ang ulat. And here, you can select the method you want to use to report a flood in your area. Elton walks us through it. First, the platform asks them to input the flood location. This is where they geolocate and pin a specific area onto the map. And then after, it asks the flood height of the designated area. It follows the usual indicators na ginagamit ng mga tao na parang hanggang bewang, hanggang tuhod. But basically, you can just hover and scroll up and down the flood height. Then, uh, it asks the user to upload a photo of the flooded area or basically anything that you want to share to the public that you think is contextual to your flooded area. Basically, we've had reports where users localize their uh, the content in terms of showing photos of creeks that uh, is well known for the community to be the first indicator of being flooded in, in their community. If it hits a certain, let's say, a Meralco post or a post of the bridge, it will signify that, okay, it's time to evacuate the area. Then lastly... It asks the user to describe the situation under 140 characters. Okay, hindi na makadaan yung kotse dito or nagsisimula ng bumaha sa street na to or tumataas na yung tubig sa creek. It's basically them describing the situation of the flooded area. After that main four, four steps, these reports are immediately added to the map and they stay active for two hours. So this is to ensure that the map will display um, real-time information. Then users are sent a link to their report on the map with the option to share this information with their friends and family on social media. You can also use Facebook, Twitter, and Telegram to make a report, which will then be integrated into the Mapakalamidad website. Soon, you can also report through Viber, WhatsApp, and Instagram. Abangan yan. So for Facebook, you can just go to our Facebook page, uh, mapakalamidad.ph. You can choose to message the group and our humanitarian chatbot 
will send you a message to to get started. Um, it will send you a unique link, which is specifically designed for you. And once you click the link, it will now proceed to the reporting process, which is basically the flood report process. So for Twitter, if you mention the keyword baha or flood, our bot will send you a message confirming if you are indeed sharing something that involves flood and it will send you a unique link which you can click on and make a report via Twitter. So for Telegram, you just need to go to our chatbot which is Mapakalamidad uh, and it will also function as the Facebook process. I like how the creators are taking advantage of a mode of reporting that we've been used to doing since the early years of social media. Sino ba sa atin ang hindi nagpa-follow sa pag-asa o sa iba't ibang hashtag sa Twitter tuwing nagbabantay ng bagyo? Actually, it's really a behavioral thing. Like I guess in our generation now, especially the youth, they really uh, use social media to to express these sorts of things. So, uh, in essence, uh, the platform uses the power of social media to crowdsource disaster information from residents on the ground. And right now, the website allows us to report flooding where we are. But they're designing Mapakalamidad to be a multi-hazard platform. This means in the future, we can report earthquakes, fires, and even haze. Now, where does all this information go? And what makes it different from the days when we would simply tweet about what was happening where we were? For this, we go back to 2013, when the website petabenchana.id was launched by Yayasan Petabenchana, or Disaster Map Foundation. It's a non-profit humanitarian organization based in Southeast Asia. They've been developing open-source platforms for real-time, crowdsourced hazard mapping. The foundation runs um, the award-winning project Petabenchana.id, uh, which is uh, a free web-based platform that harnesses the use of social media during disaster events to gather confirmed on-the-ground updates from residents and display the reports alongside government agency validations on a publicly accessible map. Petabenchana.id is basically operational in Indonesia. So since its debut in 2013, Petabenchana.id has been used by, by millions of resident users to, to make time-critical decisions about safety and navigation uh, during emergency events. So it's been widely used and adopted by the Indonesian National Emergency Management Agency, or BNPB, to monitor disaster events and improve response time and basically share critical emergency information to the residents. So it was awarded the 2019 United Nations Public Service Award for ensuring integrated approaches for disaster management in public sector institutions. Following their success, Yayasan Petabenchana now supports the development and implementation of Mapakalamidad with the help of the United States Agency for International Development. We believe that people on the ground, often the most up-to-date to the situation and information in the area, and they are the best sensors to display and share this information on a live web-based map. Mapakalamidad was piloted in early 2020 specifically for Quezon City and Pampanga, with residents using it when Typhoon Ulysses struck in November 2020. 
It was around the same time that another larger platform was launched with the help of Pacific Disaster Center. It was called Philoware, and it linked up all existing government tools and platforms, including Mapakalamidad, to enable the Office of Civil Defense and the National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council to monitor and respond to disasters. Reports from Mapakalamidad can be shown and displayed through the Philoware platform. And it can visually share the reports generated from the Mapakalamidad platform onto the monitor of um, OCD and DRMC. So if you can visualize it, it's basically other layers of information from other uh, government platforms. In short, when we use Mapakalamidad, our reports actually get seen and used by the government to drive decision-making. We are not just posting on social media for our followers' benefit, but we get to participate in the OCD and NDRMC's efforts to save lives. If there are hazard maps from, let's say, Namria, flood information from Pag-asa, ticked on the Philoware platform together with the Mapakalimidad reports, it can derive useful information to make informed decisions to disaster authorities. This year, Mapakalamidad finally launched the national version of the platform for everyone in the Philippines to use. Elton could only wish that they had made this happen sooner. Particularly in Ulysses, it was more of a personal call <laughs> to push further with Mapakalamidad. So since we were at our pilot phase, only Quezon City and Pampanga were um, operating. We saw images of roads um, getting flooded, uh, small small creeks starting to rise from, from Pampanga. But we saw reports in social media, basically people posting in Facebook, in Twitter, asking for rescue in Marikina. And since our platform couldn't service Marikina at that time, we couldn't really amplify the platform to its proper usage and proper sense. So it was also... I guess frustrating. This episode was made possible with the support of Mapakalamidad.ph, a member of the USAID Cognicity open source software for next generation disaster risk management program, and made in partnership with the Office of Civil Defense, National Risk Reduction and Management Council, and with data partners Twitter and Mapbox. Mapakalamidad.ph is an online platform for peer-to-peer sharing that provides residents and government agencies with tools for evidence-based emergency response and disaster reduction. Filipinos are known for the Bayanihan spirit. It's our culture of helping without expecting anything in return. And we see it a lot in times of calamity. When we hear a typhoon is approaching, we help our neighbors bring belongings to higher ground, prepare and share emergency supplies, and of course, tell social media how things are in our area. The internet has become a handy tool for us to provide information and help those in need. As we Filipinos prepare for more climate-induced disasters, let's share real-time reports to citizens and emergency responders. Join mapakalamidad.ph in saving lives, one social media post at a time. Because when we share what we see, everyone can stay informed to avoid danger and to reduce risk together. And now, back to the episode. Now, we've been talking about the role maps play in disaster risk reduction and management. 
But let's backtrack a little bit. Ano nga ba ang mapa? Well, maps is just a basic representation of yung Earth. Yung maps na ginagamit natin is plainly for navigation purposes. Kasi yun, yun yung talagang parang very common na, na use ng maps. But it's actually, no, hindi lang siya for navigation, but it can also be a tool, a solution for lots and lots of things, no? That's Denrazir Atara, a geodetic engineer who teaches at a state university in Cagayan de Oro City, the University of Science and Technology of Southern Philippines. Today, people in urban centers probably come in contact most frequently with maps when they open their food delivery and ride-hailing apps. Kita mo pag malapit nang dumating yung in-order mong pizza o yung driver na maghahatid sa'yo sa ganap mamaya. But for Den, the value of maps is very different. I am part of an open mapping community, which is OpenStreetMap community, and actively mapping voluntarily and initiating mapping projects for humanitarian needs and yung disaster awareness and preparedness. So, napakalaking tulong niya because yung mga data na nakukuha namin from the ground, uh, we can use them to make analysis, to make policies na pwedeng makapag-prosper or makapag-develop ng plans na pwedeng i-implement dun sa particular community or dun sa area, location na yung may problema talaga. So, ang daming pwedeng gawin sa MAPS. Then, as part of Mapakalamidad's Disaster Risk Reduction Youth Ambassador Program, it connects young leaders who are active in DRR in their communities. It provides them with practical knowledge, skills, and tools. And in Den's case, he was among those given a micro-grant to do a field mapping project called Mapasakuna. What we did was, nag-collect kami ng mga data points sa ground, mga location uh, points sa ground ng mga important facilities during disaster, during calamities. And then, in-upload namin siya sa OpenStreetMap para even case of may mga disaster, so madali siyang makita dun sa map. Mga critical facilities na in-include namin is yung mga barangay halls, health centers, hospitals, clinics, mga pharmacies, mga medical facilities in general, security services, government offices din. In terms of disaster, usually, nagmamapa kami ng houses So if in case may mga baha or may mga natural calamities like lindol, so usually pag yung aftermath ng lindol is talagang destruction talaga. We will know ilan yung namapa naming mga bahay sa isang area if may lindol. So alam namin kung ilang supplies ang ipapadala or anong tulong yung kailangan nila pang madamihan ba. Here's Elton. The value of maps is the visual representation of various elements, various information to a given area. So if you start introducing critical information on a map, let's say the number of houses, river network, the critical lifeline infrastructure, meaning the hospitals, um, the telecommunications, and all these sorts of information. If you're a disaster practitioner, you're communicating the exposure of the hazard. Hence, if you start overlaying hazard information, say flood information, onto that map, you can see on a visual representation effect of floods in an, in that area. And because you can visually see, you can make uh, better decisions 
to what to prioritize, how to prioritize, say where to bring resources, which houses need to be evacuated, and so on and so forth. In short, napakahalaga ng mga mapa. But in the context of mapakalimidad, the reports generated from communities are essentially the first people experiencing that hazard. So once you communicate that on a map and send it to other or communicate it to disaster authorities, to your community, it essentially enables them to make better decisions, especially for government authorities who have access to a variety of technical uh, platforms. So you can just imagine the effect of a single report made by a concerned citizen on, let's say, a community that, let's say, who doesn't have access to internet. And hence, since you're making a report for them, the government authorities can make uh, and produce better solutions to address the issue. This is all part of their mission at Mapakalamidad to democratize disaster reporting. And what do they mean by this? Democratizing disaster reporting is empowering ordinary individuals, especially the, the marginalized in, in disaster situations. It means that people do not have to wait for official government reports before taking action. It means that people are empowered to mobilize at their own pace. So essentially, what the platform aims to do is to empower ordinary citizens to make disaster reports and help their own communities in their own way. If you live in a disaster-prone area, you know how helpless an impending threat can make you feel. Which is why what Elton and his team are trying to do really resonates with me. When so many things are out of our control, when time and time again we try our hardest to be prepared, Having another tool like this in our arsenal is so important. And through their DRR Youth Ambassador Program, Mapakalamidad is making sure that more and more Filipinos know how to use this tool. Here's then. Kasi nga, diba, I am an instructor, so I meet different sets of students every year. Pwedeng-pwede yung mga students ko mismo yung parang may encourage ko gumamit ng platform ni Mapakalamidad. And I just uh, realized na, you know, instead of them being babad sa internet, browsing random stuff sa Facebook or watching random videos sa YouTube, why not engage them in something na realistic and yung talagang makakatulong, especially dun sa disaster awareness. He's been teaching his students how to use the platform since March this year. And this has been useful because the school where he teaches is actually located in a flood-prone area with a creek nearby. And the Cagayan de Oro River is also within the vicinity. Umaapaw yung creek. Kaya uh, umaapaw din yung tubig doon sa, sa mga streets, ganyan. Usually yung hanggang tuhod yung baha. Kung malakas talaga yung ulan, hanggang bewang talaga yung baha. The informal settlers living along the creek are usually the first to be affected, he says. Pero ngayon may ongoing drainage project, yung LGUs, so to mitigate the flooding in the areas. So medyo okay-okay na ngayon. So usually pag may mga thunderstorm advisory, usually canceled yung mga work, classes. Well, ngayon madami na kasing establishment sa downtown. So sila yung mas parang greatly affected dun sa baha. Kung umuulan ng malakas, talagang shutdown din sila. 
As a DRR Youth Ambassador, Den has also taken it upon himself to be on top of communications in times of weather-related emergencies. So nakabuo kami actually ng community sa Facebook where I name it as mapakalamidad.phcdo community and there are at, like at least 300 or 400 plus members na ngayon. Constantly nagpo-post ako doon kasi nga <laughs> parang ako yung nagle-lead doon sa community dito sa CDO. And then kung may mga thunderstorm advisory galing sa uh, local uh, CDRMO or disaster risk reduction management, dun ina-update ko sila from time to time. Na pwede nilang gamitin yung platform if in case may baha dun sa area nila. As for what drives him to do this kind of work, I can make a difference and feeling ko ang dami kong may influence na mga kabataan, youth in general. Ultimately, says Elton, they hope to build a network of young Filipino leaders who will promote the use of digital humanitarian platforms for DRR and emergency management. And since Yayasan Petabenchana also has a youth ambassador program in Indonesia, he sees a future where these two groups stand with each other in times of crisis. The second program through which they are seeking to mainstream Mapakalamidad is called Train the Trainer. Here, they target barangay leaders to report disaster information through the platform. Barangay leaders are often the first to respond to the community. Hence, they're also perfect trainers to share and communicate the functions of the platform to their community. They are also the perfect people to identify which community needs it the most. Admittedly, it's taking some time for Mapakalamidad to build a loyal user base even in the government with whom they've been working since the beginning. And this can be a problem when they need the government to do its part in updating the map with timely information to alert users of the hazards they face. Lalo na kung palala ng palala ito. But what has been challenging for us is institutionalizing mapakalamidad. It's not really included in their SOPs or protocols to make a report or use Mapakalamidad as their primary platform. And it's okay. I think part of government service is really to gather different sorts of information using highly technical platforms for them to use. But the challenge is when when a new platform is introduced, like Mapakalamidad, it tends to get sidelined to what is already existing and commonly used. But on the flip side, There are LGUs who have no money to invest on other platforms, no modern approach to disaster risk reduction and management. And that's why a free and open source platform for disaster risk reduction, such as Mapakalamidad, is valuable for their operation. As in other episodes, I asked Elton, What's a better normal for you? And how do we make it happen? For me, the better normal is being proactive to what was perceived as normal. Mapakalimidad, in a sense, is a better normal because it, it enables you to immediately respond to a potential disaster situation based on a current situation. So, hindi na kailangan na malala muna yung sitwasyon or nabalita muna bago mo malaman na It, it allows people to take precautions and preemptive measures that are timely and manageable. In a sense, it also promotes the culture of bayanihan, where that 
culture of caring in a way that you can show you care by reporting what you see to so that other people can can avoid the affected area you can share a lot of disaster information so that your community disaster authorities can make informed decisions to prevent further uh, complications and issues in a way it allows common people to take action and take charge at mapakalamidad We believe in reducing risk together. Kaya natin maging ligtas na magkakasama. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, co-founder of Puma Podcast. You've been listening to A Better Normal. This episode was produced by myself. It was put together by Carl Sayat, with editorial support from Carl Joe Javier. Thank you to Mapakalamidad for making this episode possible. Check out their website, mapakalamidad.ph. You can also look forward to developments on the site that'll make it easy for users to be involved in relief operations. If you found today's topic valuable, we think you'll like another episode we did here on A Better Normal. Search for What Indigenous People Can Teach Us About Climate Action when you follow A Better Normal on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. To get the latest on Puma Podcast shows and activities, subscribe to our newsletter by going to pumapodcast.com. Maraming salamat po. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.